the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Psalm 150 reads, Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty firmament. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the lute and harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and flutes. Praise Him with loud cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Mm, There is a lyricism to that psalm, isn't there, that just almost forces you to uh, break out in song. Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And I'm Mike Trout. So glad you've joined us as we continue listening to um, a message in a series all about praise. And Pastor Sheely is dealing specifically, obviously, with praise through music. Additional details about the church are always available on the web. You can find their website for the church at churchofthehighlands.org. That's churchofthehighlands.org. All the service times are there, plus additional ministries available at the church. That's churchofthehighlands.org. And for this ministry, this broadcast outreach, we can be found at studyversebyverse.com. Here's Pastor Layton. You see, a person who does not have a song in his heart cannot sing praises from the heart, through the heart, or with the heart. Now, a person without a song in their heart can sing with their lips. They can sing for money, fame, or some other reason. But their song will not be spirit-filled. And a person who is harboring unforgiveness towards God or man or or is in some other way out of harmony with God's spirit cannot sing spirit-filled songs. You see, hypocrisy does not praise nor please the Lord. Amos chapter 5 reveals this to us in this fashion. The people of Israel came together and did their expressions of praise and thanksgiving and singing and sacrifices and went home, and, but their hearts were far from God. And iniquity and injustice permeated the land. And so God speaks through the prophet Amos, chapter 5, verse 23 and 24, Take away from me the noise of your songs, For I will not hear the melody of your stringed instruments. But let justice run down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. Basically, paraphrased here, what God was saying is, I'll listen to your songs when your heart is right. Now, the scriptures also reveal to us that the singing of this world, that is the singing and the music that does not bring honor and glory to God is going to pass away. That's revealed to us in Revelations chapter 18, verses 21 and following. It reads this. Then a mighty angel took up a stone like a, like a great millstone and threw it into the sea, saying, 
Thus with violence the great city of Babylon, which represents this worldly system, this godless system. The great city of Babylon shall be thrown down and shall not be found anymore. The sound of harpists, musicians, flutists, and trumpeters shall not be heard anymore. All of the music that does not bring honor and glory to God will cease. Now that smacks in the face of the concept some have of hell. Some people have a concept of hell as being a great party where they're going to be able to be with their friends and music is going to be playing and it's going to be a great party. Well, if there is a form of music that fills hell, Jesus tells us what it is in Matthew chapter 22 and verse 13. The music of hell is going to be the weeping and the gnashing of teeth. That's the music of hell. Now, to whom do believers sing? You know, although we sing amongst fellow believers, our audience is the Lord. You see, this verse says that our singing should be to the Lord. Now, a lot of people don't understand this. A lot of people come together and they think that they're... They come together and they sing to themselves is what they do. Look at the words... Uh huh, and they sing to themselves. Now, there's some people that sing to their neighbor. Sound pretty good, huh? Some people sing to the worship director or the choir director. Can you hear my voice? I belong in your choir, but you're not going to get me. I, I tell you, people sing to all kinds of stuff. But we're supposed to sing to the Lord. I guess singing to yourself has probably got as much spiritual benefit as praying to yourself, which is none. The scriptures tell us, Jesus told this story about the Pharisee who came in and said, uh, Lord, I'm sure glad I'm not like that guy. Scriptures, Jesus said he was praying to himself. He wasn't praying to God. Jesus said his prayer was wasted. It was worthless. Singing to ourselves is worthless. It doesn't have significant or eternal value. The purpose, the direction, the person to whom we sing is the Lord. Musical expression is a way of praising and worshiping Him. Now, Second Chronicles chapter 5 in the Old Testament tells the story of King Solomon. He created this incredible temple. In fact, it's considered one of the seven wonders of the world in its glory. And this was the occasion when he brought together the articles of worship such as the Ark of the Covenant the priests, and the musicians. And verse 13 says, Indeed it came to pass when the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For He is good, for His mercy endures forever, that the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. 
so that the priests could not continue ministering because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. The presence of the Lord was so powerful, so awesome in that day. You know, when we come together, our desire is to invoke the presence of the Lord in our midst. I'm reminded of a story that my grandpa told me. Dad reminded of me the other night of it. And, and, and it was before my grandpa was a preacher. In fact, it was before he was a Christian. He was, uh, he was a pagan. And uh, he had came into San Francisco to make a delivery, and he'd heard about a church, and he decided he'd go check it out for himself. And he sat in the balcony in the farthest corner, and he looked down upon it as the praise began. And as the people came together in one voice, in unity, and the intensity of their worship, he could see... And he didn't know if anyone else could, and that's not relevant. But he could see something like a cloud over the people. And it was that vision that revealed to him the reality of God and put within him the desire to have a personal relationship with God. A number of weeks back, our choir got together, and we had a chance after lunch to sit down and get acquainted with each other. Sometimes our choir is coming into practice and going through the music and, and, and we really don't have the time to get acquainted. And so this was a time that was specifically designed for that. And as the members of the choir stood up and introduced themselves and how they'd come to Church of the Highlands, so many of them responded that they could sense the presence of the Lord, sometimes even out in the parking lot. And when they would come in and experience the worship, they couldn't help but crying. And week after week, the tears would come down their cheeks because this is what they were seeking, to be in the presence of God. It should be the desire of all believers to come together in, in one voice, in unison, to invoke the presence of the Lord. You know, I, I've heard it said from a few people, and I've heard it through the grapevine, that some people have complained that our church seems overly programmed, uh, that the music is so carefully selected in terms of dynamic and thematic progression, in terms of context, in terms of introducing to the, to the message and so forth, and there's not an awful lot of room for individual spontaneity. You know, there's ample opportunity for individual spontaneity because every day of our lives, each of us as individuals should spontaneously be giving praises to the Lord. But our primary focus when we come together, our goal when we come together should be to come together in one voice in unison, unity. Now, music is a very powerful instrument for good or bad. There was several years ago, a college in, in Colorado made a study on the effects of music on plants. And so what they did is they exposed some plants to some beautiful, soothing music, probably Mozart. And that music thrived and turned upwards towards the speaker. 
Now, in an otherwise identical environment, other plants were exposed to acid rock. Those plants turned away from the speaker and died in three days. In fact, they went and studied those plants, and they found that those plants had been destroyed at a cellular level. I would guess that many of you listening are not surprised by that last comment, but it didn't really end there. There is more to this message, and you'll want to hear it as Pastor Layton wraps up tomorrow at this same time here on Study Verse by Verse, a ministry outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout. Pastor Leighton Sheely is the teaching pastor, and for additional details about the church, perhaps you'd like to attend Church of the Highlands, you're looking for a church home and live um, somewhere near the San Bruno area, just go to the website at churchofthehighlands.org for directions, plus uh, worship times, and there are multiple worship times to fit uh, everyone's schedule plus uh, other ministries available through the church. That's churchofthehighlands.org. And if you'd like to listen again to this message, go to the website for this broadcast ministry, studyversebyverse.com. That's studyversebyverse.com. And join us again tomorrow at the same time as Pastor Layton once again helps us study the Word verse by verse.